Hi guys and welcome to Taylor's Life. Today I've got a really, really exciting episode for you and I'm being joined by a really good friend of mine, Alexia Barrett. We're going to talk about getting into TV. Now it can be a really, really daunting journey, but we're going to chat through our experiences and common ways to get into telly. So without further ado, let's welcome Alexia to Taylor's Life. Hello Alexia, how are you? Hello, hello the listeners of Taylor's Life. This is Alexia. <laughs> thank you for having me, Taylor. It's all okay, thank you so much for coming on. I've been so excited to do this episode with you because we met like May last year so it's been like a year now hasn't it so it's been a long time coming and I remember a long time and I remember (laughs) when we first met I wasn't actually working in telly at the time but you were and I was really really interested in like learning about your experiences and what have you so do you want to chat through how you got into tally what degree you did and all of that jazz yeah yeah I mean oh gosh lots to talk about um so this year would be my third year um working in television which you know it's kind of flashed by I don't even know where the years have gone trust me uh, especially because uh the way I started I started off you know during lockdown really was like my first major television kind of gig so that whole year is a blur for everybody <laughs> as well as like 2021 I'm like what um, so initially, um, I had studied journalism and politics at Cardiff University. Um, you know, I loved it. I wanted to go into media. Um, I got more interested in broadcast um, as I was studying and I wanted to know more about it. Um, I wanted to get some more runner opportunities. Um, and I was applying for more runner gigs. Um, and then obviously lockdown hits. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> um, and it was kind of like, you know, I was like writing my dissertation. I was like full flow of uni. I was in March. It was my last year. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I you know I'd applied for um, BBC The Big Questions to be a runner. And, you know, it was pending. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that role. And they were like asking for runners to come on. So, you know, I thought I was going to be on that the next week. And they'd asked me to to come on it as a runner. And then everything just got cancelled like the whole world just shut down um and I was like oh okay so I kind of you know I did what most people did um I went home to my parents house uh, in Essex and kind of just like you know did my dissertation from my house and kind of finished my degree in the solitude of my bedroom and because of that I was at a point in my life where I was like what am I going to do where am I going to go I wanted to start working in television because I'd been really curious about it and I was applying for BBC training schemes and trying to form training schemes even before that but because of lockdown everything was just kind of like up in the air instant hiatus you had no idea what was going on with any kind of like application status so but you know that didn't stop me um, I was still looking on creative access I was still um, you know basically just applying for everything I knew and I was working with Creative Cardiff at the time. Well, I was, had been working for them beforehand while I was a student. I was on their advisory board. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just I managed to get on it through the stroke of luck and ingenuity. Um, <laughs> it was like the token youth voice. So they like they wanted somebody from a young perspective who was you know starting out as a creative to kind of give advice on you know all the events that they were doing. And then you know I kind of got stuck in that. And I met this amazing lady through that um, called Vicky Ball. Um, and she was uh, the kind of head of Creative Cardiff at the time. And she was, you know, giving me lots of advice, um, about, you know, and I was telling her, you know, I really want to get a job. I want to do that. Um, and I want to get into television and all these things. Um, and then at the same time, I'd been scheduled for, well, before lockdown happened, there was the Cardiff University TEDx talks, you know, the oh, TED yeah, talks. Yeah. Um, that they used to do on campus and stuff and so I'd registered for that to do a talk about getting a creative job and how to apply for it and all those other things 
Um, and then so I kind of, but obviously lockdown hit. So I did it from my, um, so I did it from my bedroom. I did a little Zoom <laughs> recording. It's still, still, it's online somewhere. Like, and it's so bad because usually, you know, when you see the university TEDx talks and it's like in a nice podium and really nice <laughs> film, but my one is literally just like with a really annoying green screen background with a TEDx logo. And, <laughs> and it was when zoom wasn't that good so it was like you could literally see the background and it's just like so bad but like I I made like a presentation everything I was talking about like you know everything I'd applied for this like my five creative steps of being motivated and going on my path um and then um so Vicky had seen it and she had shared it with Klinos Griffon Williams and told her you know Alexis great she's really motivated she's you know she wants to get into tv um and Cleos at the time had been the creative director of wild flame productions and um she gave me um a ring after i shared my cv with her through vicky and she was like i you know i had a quick talk with her and she just ended up liking me she, she ended oh, up really liking that. me and she asked me to come on her team as a junior researcher and i said you know yeah 100 percent um so, you know, that very week I looked for a new place in Cardiff. I came back to Cardiff to work. Yeah. And um, I started uh, my job with Wild Flame Productions as a junior researcher. That sounds so, so exciting. <laughs> no, honestly, Sinos, I've got her on LinkedIn and what have you. She's an absolutely incredible woman. Oh, she's amazing. Just, just so good at what she does. And I actually didn't realise that you two, like, work together. We used to work together. <laughs> oh, did she not work at Wild Flame no more? No, no, no. She's now the CCO of um, S4C. I thought she was. Yeah. I thought she was. I was like, I've seen this somewhere. But no, you yeah. have such a magnetic personality, so I can see what she saw. And, yeah, it must have been really, really nerve-wracking, like, finishing uni, being like, what now and then the world literally just stopping but yeah. you've managed and I think that's incredible and you're still at Wild Flame now aren't you three years later yeah. um you know I I thought like um after the program that we were working on kind of stopped um I thought that you know I'd kind of be let go because I'd, I'd been on a bit of I'd been on the contract but I was still like you know freelance and it was I thought I was only there for that particular job but then I had a talk with the CEO Paul who's an amazing man and he wanted to keep me on um, to keep me in development, um, you know, to keep me helping out with productions. I, I guess I've done a good job. I think I'm doing a better job now, but, but I guess yeah. I've done a good job then as well. I, you know, somebody saw something. And um, so I kind of got to stay on at Wild Flame. And now I've just been kind of working across their entire slate of um, factual um, uh, national and international productions. And we're just, you know, making some really fantastic shows. That's so exciting. And your job title is development researcher, isn't it? Yes, yes. That's my job title. Fabulous. And to the listeners, my job title is researcher. So I don't do the development side of things, but we can get to the differences in a couple of minutes. But I just wanted to like delve deep into the best ways of getting your name out there. And I don't know if you would agree with me, Alexia, but I feel like the best thing you can do is make content or just find ways of getting your name sort of around. Do you agree in that sense? Yeah, I mean, I definitely do agree. Um, 
because when, well, this is before I worked at Wildfire, but when I was working at Creative Cardiff, um, the way I, I had a podcast at the time myself, but I didn't do it anymore. But at the time I was a massive member of Extri Extinction Rebellion. I still am a member, but not as active as I used to be. And I was part of XR Cardiff and XR Cardiff students. So I interviewed them and we had a big podcast about what it means to be an activist. It's not up anymore though, because <laughs> it's been so long now. Um, but then, you know, it was because of that podcast and then, you know, because I, I kind of did a podcast like kind of way of like as a CV. I was like, hi, my name is Alexia Barrett. This is my CV. Recorded it and sent it to them. And that's what they liked. And that's what got me, um, you know, in, in that job of Crip Cardiff. And then later on, it was because uh, when I got for Wildflame, I think Klinos liked the fact that I was doing that. And then also that I had done that TEDx kind of university talk. I think she liked that I was motivated and that I clearly researched topics very, very well. And that I also I, I was also writing for a, a magazine at the time, a Japanese rock um, magazine, because that's kind of the music I'm into. Um, and and um, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think she saw that I've been doing those type of things and she liked that. So, yeah, definitely, you know, doing content, showing the fact that you you can make something like you're doing with this podcast right now, that you can research something, that you can write something, that you can plan something, structure it. I mean, that's honestly what goes into these kind of creative roles, especially on a researcher level, that's what you're doing. You're also, you're already showing you've got the, the, the skills. So if um, somebody wants to start something, they've got to do it. And one of my acquaintances um, called Fionn Clark, she actually got a job um, and she's now a, a radio um, podcast producer, professional. Oh, wow. um, and at the time, <laughs> it, it's funny because she, she did a TikTok. She made a TikTok like, looking for a job, these are my skills. And then she got contacted by a podcast production company maybe in the same week um and yeah she started out as a trainee with them and now she's a full-time you know you know podcast producer um and you know she plans those things and does those things like on a really large scale and yeah she makes money on it so you know honestly you've got to just put yourself out there um the way I do it now is obviously I've got my current stuff I also got an account on talent manager I've got you know always keep my LinkedIn up to date um, I've got a website. I have business cards as well. So when I go to events, I kind of give them out as well and introduce myself to people. Yeah. And it's um, just you've got to put yourself out there 100%. Absolutely. It shows initiative when you do these sorts of things as well. And even if you can't make content, so say you don't have the sort of equipment or the ability to do it or what have you just try and use the free sort of certifications that we can get so screen skills there's loads and loads of tests you can do and stuff to make sure that you have the right skills to get into the industry so there are free sort of platforms out there so you can build your skills and yeah initiative is like the key thing to any creative role and I remember starting this podcast and I was like so nervous at the time I was like what if nobody listens what if it's going to be bad and I'm like but what if it's not what if it's good and people do listen so there's nothing really to be afraid of you just have to go for these sorts of opportunities and if you're a director or a cinematographer do a show reel like absolutely do a show reel like show reels uh, mint like <laughs> I yeah absolutely incredible and also the fact that your friend Fiona is now actually making money off podcasting for a big company as well it just shows what one lifestyle change can really do so yeah very very exciting stuff 
Have you ever done any of the screen skills tests, Alexia? Um, so I've done like, I mean, one or two of the online courses very on, like just on writing for TV, pitching for TV, um, because I think, uh, especially as a development researcher, those are things you need to know. But uh, I haven't been on too many of them. I have, I was supposed to go on the freelance, uh, they had like a freelancer event where in Cardiff, where they were going to have all these freelancers. Well, I think they really did have it. But then I was working that day on a shoot. So I just, I couldn't make it. I, couldn't, I was like, oh, well, no. um, my scheduling was just like, no. Um, on training courses, actually, I've, I've gone on more national film and television school training courses, actually, uh, which they offer courses online. And they also do courses um, in person, mostly at the BBC Wales building um, or at the BBC building in Row. Um, well, the Rofe Lock one. Um, yeah, and they're really good at training people. And most of the time it can be covered by a bursary because of my company's in partnership with them. So they offer the training. My company pays for it when I go on the training scheme with them, which is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, the NFTS, they do some really, really good courses. And I was also going to say the BBC do some really, really good stuff as well. But I remember I was applying for the BBC when I was back in university, back in the day, you know me. Mm. Oh my God, a year ago, I was doing all of my like final year stuff. Oh my God, life has changed so much. But anyway, I didn't even know where I was, the BBC. And I, was on, um, I applied for a job and I didn't realize I needed three credits to like get a, like a job, like that job. So there's no shame in doing traineeships. Like I feel like, a lot of people, once they got their degree, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go straight into, like, super high job in tally. But it just doesn't work like that. Like, tra traineeships, like, are really, really good. And the I think the best way to get into tally, because you learn so much in a traineeship. I'm actually on the Channel 4 uh, production training scheme. And I moved from Aberystwyth down to like Cardiff Way for the job. And honestly, it's been life changing. Like I've met so many amazing people. I'm working on incredible shows. I'm building my network and it's so, so worth it. And I was really interested about Ale like Alexia because she didn't get onto a traineeship. She just got straight into the world of work. So... <laughs> I mean, trust me, I did apply for the for the traineeships. I applied for the Channel 4 one. Um, I did apply for the BBC production one. I think it was, um, well, I had applied initially for the trainee one when I was in my second year, but then I went on a study abroad. Um, so I cancelled it because I was away pretty much the whole year. Um, but then in my last year, I think mostly it was just COVID. I don't even know if the applications were even seen. It was just like, oh, we'll get back to you on the status of it. We'll get back to you on the status of it. And I never found out the results of that, really, about any of the schemes during that year of 2020, really. Um, and then I didn't bother applying because by that point I'd gotten another job. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I have been applying for, for other interviews as well, other production companies. I think I even applied for World Productions at one point and I got to an interview stage. They do more drama. So they were looking for researchers for drama. Um, but then I completely cocked up the interview. I was <laughs> I um, I was so nervous. And, I, you know, I, I told them about how, you know, I kind of had ambitions and goals to get into screenwriting. Um, you know, and I still do. I still do have ambitions to get into screenwriting and I'm writing my own stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of self-publish um, some kind of writing online and I have my own like book series. I'm kind of um, self-publishing and working on right now as well. 
Um, but like, uh, <laughs> where was I going with this again? Um, yeah, with that, um, they start asking me suddenly all about the screenwriters that I was fans of. And my brain just went, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you when you're asked to like say a name of someone, and immediately your 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 brain is like, well, and I should have been like, oh, I, there's so many people that come to mind now, but at the time. Yeah, Did it completely like Bradley was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> interviews yeah. are so scary. Like prepping for them, you could do like all the prep in the world, but on the day, the nervous can just get the better of you. But like, I don't think you cocked it up. Don't stress. <laughs> I just think the nerves got the better of you, and it could happen to anybody. So don't you worry. <laughs> and with that being said. Um, you mentioned earlier about having a website. So is your website like a portfolio with all your work on it? So you've got like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because I do so much stuff. I mean, you know, we met through the theatre production training. Yes. So, you know, um, and everything. So I, I'm always kind of dabbling my hands in other things I could kind of go into or other avenues because, you know, it's always good experience. I feel like everything leads into each other. So it's a website kind of like, one, to showcase myself because you can see my beautiful mug on it. The moment you're like, <laughs> Lexi. Um, um, and then it's like a description of like, you know, who I am, what I'm doing so that, you know, kind of like the kind of stuff I put on my talent manager as well. And uh, then, you know, I'd also I also have links to my current self-published books so, slash my where I publish some e-books and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, if people want to buy my books, go buy it uh, slash things I'm working on and future projects. And I have like a blog on it and then, yeah, portfolio and a showreel as well. Not not like a crazy, not like a uh, cinemat cinematography serial because I don't really do that. But like research, a showreel, like all the things I've worked on that year and et cetera. Oh, that's and, so exciting. Yeah. Um, to all of my listeners, I'm going to put a link to both Alexia and my portfolio website in the description box. So you guys can go check that out if you want to see how like we've laid ours out. And like, I'm sure mine looks completely different to Alexia's. But I think the most important thing is to just get everything on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's absolutely mm -hmm. essential. And I think on mine, so... I've done a little bit of theatre stuff. We love theatre in this group. Um, so I do a little bit of film. So I've got all my film stuff that I've either edited or filmed. And then I all my TV sort of credits and things. So I've been working in telly since September and I've gained two credits. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, you go, go. Really exciting. So I made sure that I put them on, <laughs> put them on there. But I want to now chat about the importance of getting your name out there. So you mentioned earlier about how you have business cards. It's so important that you make an impression, don't you think? Like a good impression on people. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I feel like just like kind of starting conversations and, you know, letting people know, you know, because especially with development, you never know where you're going to get your next story from. Um, it could be sometimes for a press officer, but, you know, sometimes you're finding them see stuff in the newspaper or sometimes it's because, um, you know, somebody called me and told me like about an idea that's been happening. Um, I, I won't go into some specifics of ideas in case somebody steals it from me, but there is, you know, but sometimes like I get contacted by a producer that I I met during an RTS event or someone I met during an NFTS um, training course. And uh, then they're like, oh yeah, Lexi, you know, you work in development. I have, a, I know someone that's doing an amazing project. Maybe this could be uh, a documentary. Maybe this could be a series. Maybe this could be an insert for the one show. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. You know, thank you for telling me, you know, 
any idea is a good idea you just get to write it up and then you know pitch it and it could go somewhere and sometimes they really do go somewhere they go really far sometimes they don't and you know more no's happen than yeses but it's really good to make an impression anyways because that opens so many doors it really gives you a really clear access point I think it's good for people to see your face and to know who they're talking to and you know to know you as well as a person yeah and also it kind of gives you a bit of a gauge of who you're dealing with as well a little bit like you know and how they work and yeah and um it also does like is a confidence builder because that uh, you know this is such a very social industry I feel like especially a lot of the people they really prefer you to you know to be confident to talk with them and to get to know them you know I feel like that matters so much in television uh so yeah it really does it really does count and sometimes like you know I, I I made business cards because I went to an event and somebody gave me a business card and they were a producer and I was like shit I have nothing to give back <laughs> I had nothing to I had nothing to to give back and I just like shook their hand and the thing is as well it's like how do they remember you you know I went to an it's my shout um the awards um that happened the other a couple of weeks ago and they I gave my business card to you know a few of the winners the nominees and you know some people call me back with some ideas they have some really great things I'm like oh you know we could develop this we can work on this it's you know it's, it's a new avenue so that's really really 100%. oh my yeah. god I am absolutely gonna be making business cards from <laughs> on. like that's such a good idea normally when I meet people I ask if I can add them on LinkedIn I feel like people who've been in the industry for so long they don't need a LinkedIn they don't need to make um, a profile because everybody already knows who they are so when you're starting off it's so hard to get your foot in that door so that's why like traineeships are really important and just getting your work out there and having that like self sort of motivation to get your feet off the ground is so so important and very very desired in this industry and I was just wondering, Alexia, if you had any sort of advice for anybody starting off. So we've chatted about like LinkedIn and all of that stuff. But I was just wondering on a personal note, if you would have any advice. I think for advice, I think the main thing I would say really is, you know, don't lose your spark, you know, keep being driven you know sometimes it can feel like you get a lot of rejections because I feel like it, it is that type of industry where you know you have an idea and it may not always come to fruition and you've got to just like kind of keep going keep trying with that as well you know like keep being sociable keep being you know yourself and um, you know and being you know talking to people and uh, communicating with people I think communication is very key telling people what you know what you expect what you want to do what you can do um, communicating you know all that stuff you know makes people aware of your boundaries and what you can deliver and how you want to work and your goals for the future like I always I have um you know meetings with my uh supervisor and with my CEO Paul maybe once every six months and he's just like checking in with me being like you know are you happy are you where you want to be and you know I want to move up to assistant producer of course you know eventually um whether it be um you know at the end of this year or do you know sometime next year um so you know sometimes it's good to communicate that where you're where you're at your kind of goals you want to reach and you know kind of know that you want to do some extra training towards it you know whether it be edit producing um I want to get more experience in that you know I got, I went on self-shooting courses I learned how to use an FS7 and it's because I communicated that with people um that I wanted to do that that they kind of open up those doors for me. So yeah, keep communicating, keep being yourself, keep being social and don't lose that little spark of motivation because your unique ideas 
are you know people will love that you know <laughs> Absolutely. I th they will. And I think, you know, communicating is absolutely essential to working in tally. Everybody I know that works in tally is so, so like upbeat, talking all the time. We want to know everything. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it's just a me thing or the researcher in me, but I can ask questions for days. And I think that's one reason why I started podcast in the first place is just because I can chat all the time. And I remember there was somebody in my office. I know when I need to hush. but I do love a chat. And a lady in my office was like, Taylor, you really need to start a podcast. And I was like, aha, I've got one. <laughs> so that was quite funny. But if we were to summarize it, I think it's, I think we've discussed a lot of things and I'm going to put everything, I'm going to make an entire list and put it into the description box. But if we were to summarize the things to do, it would be make yourself known by getting yourself on LinkedIn, talent manager, going on screen skills, making sure that you, you're up to date with all of that, updating your skills. So look at the skill sets that you need to get that job and seeing if you can do anything like in your own time or if there's any sort of qualifications that you can do to help build that, to get your name round. Business cards. <laughs> Alexia is the queen of business cards. Yeah, just the queen of handing them out. You never know. <laughs> and get yourself on a traineeship. I think there's no harm in being on a traineeship. And I know a lot of people have thoroughly enjoyed being on a traineeship. I know I have really, really enjoyed my time on the Channel 4 traineeship. So get your name out there. And it's a really, really fun environment to be in like I love working in telly do you love working in telly <laughs> oh gosh I absolutely love working in telly I you know it's it's such a interesting job it's something that is like you know keeps you on your toes constantly and um it's always great to see the end result of all that work as well which Definitely. I don't feel like you get that satisfaction with some of the jobs so it's you know no it's yeah definitely seeing your name rolling on the telly you're like oh I know that person. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, I worked on that. That came to being because I had that random idea or I discussed it with someone. Yeah, it's really great to be, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I like being a part of this. Yeah, I love that. You know, with that being said, I think I'm happy to close this podcast because I feel like we've covered a lot. And if we haven't covered anything, everything's going to be in the description box anyway. But I want to thank you so much, Alexia, for being on the Taders Life podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed your company. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having like this groovy little chat. I love it. <laughs> I love your podcast. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you're already listening, you're listening. But I mean, tell your friends to subscribe, you know, <laughs> share it. I share love it, put, that. Make a TikTok edit, you know, make it go viral. Do oh my it. god, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got TikTok, but I need to like be more on yeah, TikTok. You need I need to be more like, present. Do you like those like some you near know, those people like they post like clips snippets or audio stuff of the podcast on tiktok and it just goes like boom you know boom you know that's Look. an idea i'm gonna figure out how to do this and it will be done <laughs> <laughs> right I thank you see. so much and i'll catch you in the next one bye yeah, guys the next one bye bye